Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Sip With Me. I'm your host, Ioana Kekados. And I'm your host, Aaron Carlson. We'll release an episode for you every Monday morning, which means you can listen to us during your commute, after work workout, or even enjoy a drink with us during your very own Monday night happy hour. And who doesn't like to have a little fun on a Monday night? Don't forget to subscribe, review, and share our show. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at sipwithme underscore for the latest episode updates, news, and all of our favorite cocktail creations. For this week's cocktail, because Halloween is just one week away and we are so excited, though the weather outside is already quite frightful, We're going to make up something that will help you stay warm when you're out trick-or-treating next week. Baker Betty's homemade crock pot apple cider. Now, to make this, you're going to need a six-quart slow cooker, eight to ten medium-sized sweet apples such as McIntosh, Empire, or Braeburn, one orange, three cinnamon sticks, a half tablespoon whole cloves, two teaspoons of whole allspice, an optional two-inch knob of fresh ginger, and a sweetener of your choice up to one cup. To brew this drink up, you're gonna chop up those apples and your orange into large chunks, being sure to keep the peels on. Put these in the slow cooker and fill it with enough water to cover all of the fruit. Turn it on low, put the lid on, and allow this to witches brew for eight to 12 hours. While you're doing this, perhaps you're taking a long fall nap, shopping for your Halloween costume, or maybe running to Target and buying out their entire stock of Halloween Reese's pumpkins. I don't know, just some ideas. Once this is done, take it off the heat, take a potato masher and mash all the apples up to get that last bit of fall flavor out. Strain the cider through a fine mesh sieve or through cheesecloth for a more clear cider. And for the sip with me twist, Add rum, brandy, or bourbon to taste. Make it nice and warm, nice and sweet, and enjoy. You can find this recipe and more at BakerBetty.com. Be sure to follow Baker Betty on Instagram and TikTok, buy her cookbook, and most of all, enjoy the conversation and interview. Cheers! Welcome back to the episode. This week, we have a very sweet guest on our show. Her name is Kristen Hoffman, also known as Baker Betty, and she is a trained chef, baking instructor, cookbook author, and the owner of Betty Chicago. For the last 11 years, she's created educational content about baking on her website, YouTube channel, and on social media. She's also hosted many baking workshops and retreats in and around the Chicago area on topics such as beginner bread baking, pies and pastries, baking science, and much, much more. This year, she opened Betty's Chicago, which is a 1950s diner-themed event space and baking school in the River North area, featuring weekly baking classes, date night events, and private parties. Baker Betty, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you so so much for having me. Super excited to be here. Uh, I want to dive right in. So first off, Iwan and I love baking. Yes, like many people that you probably encounter. we're very low tier amateurs. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a little messy. You know, we've taken <laughs> very we took, okay. uh, a class with John. <laughs> oh, uh, she's the best. YouTube tutorials, but we're still really kind of, um, you know, perfecting our, our craft to level up to tier two. Um, you obviously have been doing this for a long time now. 
you are super skilled, super talented, you have good energy, yeah. good vibes. Um, and that's why I think people love you and why I'm glad to see you keep expanding and, and adding new feats to, to your resume. Um, but give people, you know, take them back to when you were in our shoes, um, yeah. just starting off, what got you into baking? How did Baker Betty start? And how did you kind of evolve into where you are now of uh, doing all these things professionally and just with really good craft and, and skill execution? Yeah, so I, I think that that's actually what makes me want to teach is that I learned how to bake as an adult. I didn't had never baked a single thing in my life until I was 19 years old. I mean, I had never even made something from a box mix. So <laughs> when I you was in college, yeah. <laughs> so when I was in college, I it kind of as my hobby as a stress relief, I started baking. I don't know if you guys remember the show Good Eats with Alton Brown. Yes. Oh, that was like super popular. Yeah, <laughs> that was very popular when I was in college. And so that was really the show that got me interested in baking. I've always had a very like math and science brain. And so him explaining how baking works through science really got me interested. And I kind of became a little obsessive about it and really started um, trying to create my own recipes because I, I had this idea in my mind of what the perfect chocolate chip cookie was and I could never find it in a recipe. And so I decided I was gonna, going to create my own. So while I was in college, I went to college for music therapy. So not related oh, at all. <laughs> yeah. So while I was in college, I started... Um, creating my own recipes and I brought some of my ultimate chocolate chip cookies was the first recipe I ever created to work and people were like you need to sell these these are incredible so I started selling them to like my co-workers and friends and then Etsy was a brand new thing mm -hmm. at the time and so I put them up on Etsy and then it just exploded like faster than I could ever handle it and the Christmas of 2010 I made 6,000 cookies out oh of my, my apartment God which maybe wasn't exactly legal, but, <laughs> but I was shipping them out like all over the country. Oh and, and so that actually really quickly made me realize that I love to bake, but I didn't love production. I didn't want to be like a high volume production baker. And so that co cookie company lasted maybe six months. Um, because I just decided like, I don't, I don't want to do production. And so mm -hmm. when I stopped that, I still wanted a reason to be baking. So that's when I started Baker Betty. Um, blogging at the time was kind of nerdy. I didn't really know if I wanted people to know who I was. Yeah. So I created this little alter ego, Baker Betty. I've always been very into like the 1950s aesthetic. And so I thought it was catchy and um, retro and it just stuck. Yeah. And so that's, that's where Baker Betty started. I started the website bakerbetty.com in 2011 and I've been doing that ever since. And then everything else has just really grown from the website. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like you have your own character around it. Cause it's kind of nice to be able to like, kind of take a step back, especially being on social media so much, mm -hmm. um, with that being such a big part of your, your life as well. Um, I'd love to learn more about your Better Baking School. What inspired you to start that? And then what kind of courses do you offer? Sure. So my website has always been super focused on technique and teaching, but I always wanted more of a linear way to, to talk people through topics. 
So that's when I started creating e-courses. And so that the Better Baking School came from that desire to wanting to have more comprehensive content for people that they could go through sequentially. So it started out with a baking fundamentals course, which my baking fundamentals course is still free. I made it free from the beginning and it's still free and anybody can go through it. And it really talks through like all of the function of ingredients and basic baking techniques and why things work in baking. And then from there, I've just kind of started adding other things. I have like a yeast bread 101 class. Um, There's a sourdough course on there, which is really the thing that I love to teach the most and what a lot of people get really interested in. Yeah. And then we have some other more fun classes, like a holiday breads class, a cookie decorating class and things like that. And so actually you brought up Emily. Emily is one of the teachers on the Better Baking School. So when we, yeah, yeah. So when we, when we hit the pandemic, I had all of these friends like Emily, whose businesses were very much dependent on people having events, you know, or like making cakes for things. And so I, but my business was very much online. So I wasn't struggling the way that some of my other friends were. So that's when I kind of like trying to figure out ways to sort of help my friends. And so we created some courses. So we created a shag cake. If you've ever seen Emily's shag yes. cake yes. technique. <laughs> so she, yeah, that's on the Better Baking School. I helped her create that. And then another friend did some cake classes with me as well. So um, yeah, it's just been like a fun online project to be able to connect with people on more in-depth topics. You're heartwarming. I know, this it's like so a, like nice. WTN story. Like, oh. like, Chicagoans helping Chicagoans. Oh. <laughs> um, then, okay, so then now, this year, you have Betty's Chicago. So tell us about that. What is it? What do you offer? What's the vibe? Sure. Um, yeah, so really Betty... Cool. Sh- Yeah, thank you. So Betty Chicago opened just one month ago. We opened on August 20th. So we're brand new. And I, well, I started teaching in-person classes in Chicago about five years ago. I'd have to rent out other people's spaces. And I quickly learned that I loved teaching in person, but it's just so hard to teach in other people's spaces. I would have to haul everything over and it was just, it was very difficult. So it became my dream to have my own space to teach in and I love to entertain. So I really wanted it to be something that was like really unique and different and also kind of an event space. And I've always kind of had this dream of owning a fifties diner, but I have worked in enough restaurants that I to know that I definitely don't want to run a restaurant or own <laughs> yeah. a restaurant. Like that is absolutely not oh, something man. I want to do. So this is my way of having this is my way of having a vintage diner without having to run it like a diner I Um, love that so yeah (laughs) so I feel like it's kind of my like playground like we created a vintage living room and we have a vintage kitchen set and then we have the diner scene so there's all these kind of like 1950s vignettes within the space that are just so fun and people are having so much fun just coming in and interacting with the space I think some people are a little confused when they walk by because it looks like a restaurant, but then they can't come in and just order food. Uh-huh. Um, but but it's, you know, we're getting such great feedback and our classes are filling up quickly and we're having so much fun. And like, how often do you have classes? How do people sign up for them? Yeah. Um, and are you doing anything fun for the Halloween season? Yes. 
Okay, so we have classes weekly. Typically our classes are on Thursday and Friday nights. Those classes are usually a little more casual, kind of like a date night or something, you know, just more social. Um, a lot of times we'll do a pizza making class or we've been doing focaccia art. So it's kind of like Ooh. a sip and paint class, but you use focaccia as your canvas. Um, okay. And so usually those are like Friday, uh, Thursday nights, and then Saturday morning and Sunday morning, we do more in-depth classes, kind of like we have a pies and pastries 101, or that's when we'll do a sourdough class or a bread making class. And um, those are weekly. So you can find our whole schedule on our website, which is bettyschicago.com. And it's always Betty with an IE, not a wife. <laughs> <laughs> I have to throw that in there. Um, but, and then, yeah, we're also doing lots of seasonal classes. So coming up on Halloween, we have a Hocus Pocus pie class, which I'm so oh excited about. God. So we're going to be making the spell book into a pie. Oh my God, um, we have to go, Aaron. <laughs> yes. So we've been testing- full? It's not full yet, but oh we God. are getting a lot of interest in it. Um, there are some tickets have already been taken, but we are um, been testing it and it's so cute. I'm so excited for everybody to make it. And then we're also doing a pumpkin shaped bread class. So it's not pumpkin flavored, but it's oh just gosh. a bread shaped yeah. like a pumpkin and like we're gonna cut it and do some pretty decorations on it. Um, what else do we have for? Oh, we're actually having a Halloween party. So the Saturday before Halloween, I think that's what, October 29th? Or 29th, like yep. Okay, so we're having, you know, the Baker, Betty Chicago Monster Mash, where um, oh, we'll yeah. have the space all fun decorated. We're going to do like a caramel apple station, and we're going to be making the, the pumpkin-shaped bread. Everybody can make their own little loaf, and we'll have lots of food and drinks and uh, if you want to come in a costume, we're going to have a costume contest. So wow. we're very excited, excited about that. <laughs> That's like the childhood Halloween extravaganza party that I never had. Right? I know. I feel like this job is a dream. I just get to like throw all these parties I want to have and get paid to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also um, wrote a book. I did about that, uh, yeah. where people can get it and what they're going to learn from it, what kind of recipes are in it. Sure. So I wrote Baker Betty's Better Baking book. Um, it was released in 2021. That was my pandemic project. So all of my mm -hmm. classes got canceled during the pandemic. I had never really thought about writing a book, but a publisher approached me right at the beginning. And I was like, hey, I mean, this is as good a time as any, uh -huh. I'm, you mm -hmm. know, not doing classes right now so I wrote the book and I always say this is the book that I wished I had when I was first starting to learn so it really breaks down ingredient functions and techniques and all of the recipes in the book are master recipes so you learn a mixing method and then you learn all of the recipes that utilize that mixing method and then all of them are customizable um, to make a wide variety of different things and so hopefully it's connecting the dots for people and kind of how baking works instead of just looking at like individual recipes um so you can find it anywhere books are sold you can find it on amazon barnes and noble you can also find it on my website bettychicago.com and if you order from me you'll get a signed copy um oh we love yeah. Not a yeah. Copy yeah so i'm getting a lot of feedback that it's really great for beginner bakers but a lot of really experienced bakers have also told me that they it's really helps them make a lot of connections and it's kind of become a staple book for them to go to for you know master recipes for anything they want to make I think it's it's fascinating because 
I feel like a lot of people, whether you're an amateur baker or you are, you've been doing it for decades, a lot of people, there is so much, like you said in the beginning, science and math and like reason behind every step, everything that's included, not included, um, you know, whether you bake something at 370 versus 375, like there's a reason for everything. And a lot right. of people don't think about that. Um, yeah, so but, then I, but then I also think people think because of that, there's no room to play, but that's not true. That's what I really wanna show that. Like in my book, yes, there are a lot of rules and things to keep in mind, but there's still room to get creative and play around once you kind of understand the rules. So that's really where I like try to come in with, um, with the book to show you how things can be customized. Yeah, I really like that. We need the book, Erin, especially we made olive oil brownies once oh, a very yeah. long time ago, but this was before olive oil was cool to add to anything. Okay. <laughs> it just kind of happened because I'm Greek and I always have olive oil and uh -huh. I didn't have vegetable oil, but they turned out good. Yeah. Uh, but we could have used the book. <laughs> like, okay. It been really handy. <laughs> Um, yes. My last question for you. Um, do you have any fun or exciting plans for the rest of 2022? Gosh, well, Betty Chicago is really our main focus right now. We're really trying to put on lots of like seasonal fun holiday classes. We've got, we're working on the November and December schedule right now. So we're, you know, going to be doing fun cookie decorating classes, holiday pie classes. We're going to do a boost in a well class, you know, all kinds of fun things like that. Um, and then we're already getting tons of inquiries for holiday parties. So lots of people are, you know, going to be hosting holiday parties for us with us. So that's, that's the main thing that we're doing. Um, we haven't, we haven't got to plan a retreat for a while. We love to do baking retreats in the area. So we're going to hopefully plan one for after the first of the year um where we all we rent out a big house and everybody stays for the weekend and we just bake all weekend together That's so so, <laughs> so that will be Dream. probably not this year after the first of the year but we're really excited about that awesome uh, and then we end every episode with a round of rapid fire so oh, okay six questions for okay. you we just want your first gut in instinct answer okay all right you want it do you want to go first yes Okay, I don't know if you can give this away, but what is the secret to your best chocolate chip cookies? Oh, there's so there's honestly so many secrets, but they're not secrets because the recipe is published. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest thing is I use some oat flour in the recipe, which really helps oh. give like a super chewy texture. Oh. Um, also, dark brown sugar, which adds that extra molasses flavor. Um, and then just good chocolate, like you need good chocolate. We can't use this basic chocolate chips. Chocolate chips don't really melt. They need to be like nice and melty and a good hit of salt. I mean, you need a lot of salt to make it the best chocolate chip cookies. It's so funny because when I, so I've been baking the like regular classic Toll House recipe for like a mm -hmm. decade now. And I've made like tweaks. I've played with it, mm -hmm. yep. um, as you will. And the two things, there's three things that I've changed. One, I add a little bit of honey to it, to give it extra moisture. I like it. And the other two things are I use dark brown sugar, which mm -hmm. gives it a more like bold flavor. Yes. And then also sometimes I add just a little teeny bit of oats because it mm -hmm. gives it a little bit more texture. And I never yeah, thought- Yeah, and a lot of flavor flour. too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The oat flour is a game changer. You'll have to try it. I'm going to go try that tonight. Uh, <laughs> okay. Cool. 
All right, um, what is your favorite thing to just bake if you're gonna bake at home and you want something to snack on? Sourdough. I bake sourdough every single week, sometimes multiple times a week. I like to play around with the add-ins that I, you know, throw in. I was gonna so, say, what do you like to, to yeah. have with it? So my new obsession is to cut some really sharp cheddar and like it's pretty decent chunks and then just throw like big chunks of sharp cheddar and big slices of jalapenos in there. Oh. And then <laughs> instead of butter, you do sour or uh, cream cheese on it. So it's kind of like a jalapeno popper situation. Wow. That's like my new, new obsession. But I love, I mean, I literally always have a loaf of sourdough in, in the house. <laughs> it's okay. my favorite. Awesome. Okay, favorite restaurant in Chicago? Oh my gosh. Somebody asked me this at class the other night and I was like, oh, that is a hard question. <laughs> my gut, okay, so initial gut feeling is Tandor Char House. It's in Lakeview. It's uh, an amazing Indian restaurant. My husband and I go there all the time. It's probably, it's just, it's just really, really good Indian food. It's like not super fancy, but it's just really, really good. Very reliable. And yeah. Yeah. And then what is it? Ioana, you can ask this one. I know that this is okay. your question. So I recently <laughs> have become obsessed with antiquing and like going to uh -huh. find vintage homeware. Um, so I'm interested to know what vintage bakeware are you searching for currently? If you so I don't know if you have seen that I have the giant Pyrex wall in, <laughs> in at Betty's Chicago. So currently I have most of the things that I would be searching for, but I'm always looking for more rare pieces that are harder to find. Um, there is a piece of Pyrex that is um, the atomic starburst. So it's a rectangular dish that has like a gold star on it. It's not necessarily rare, but it's harder to find. And when you do find it, it is a pricey piece. So I'm always kind of trying to like, hopefully find it when somebody doesn't know what they have, <laughs> not spend a thousand dollars on it. Um, so that's kind of the main one that I always have my eye open okay. for right now. <laughs> um, what is a, what's one of your favorite classes that you have hosted and had a lot of fun with? I'm really enjoying teaching up the pie classes. So I think that what's so fun about those classes is usually people who are coming are kind of intimidated by pie crust or they've like maybe never made a pie before and think it's gonna be really intimidating. And there's always kind of this moment in the middle of class when they're trying to like make their lattice crust and everybody thinks it's going poorly and everybody's starting to get a little stressed. And I have to like, coach them through and tell them it's going to be okay. And at the end, they all have these like beautiful lattice crust pies and they're all so proud of themselves. I love it. It's so fun to like watch that like journey of emotions for everyone because we always get to the other side. It's true. I have made several failed pie crusts, but I know that it is possible to do it and to save it yes. too. If you think that you're faltering. Yes. Okay, my last rapid fire question. Uh, we're a cocktail based podcast. So do you have oh. a favorite cocktail or non alcoholic beverage of choice? Ooh, so I'm, I'm definitely more of a beer drinker than a cocktail drinker. So I love a good beer. I'm kind of obsessed with hazy IPAs at the moment. Um, not necessarily any any particular one, I kind of just whatever one I find. Um, yeah, that's that's really kind of my my drink of choice. I love a like a good beer. 
like that. We haven't heard uh, uh, like a good beer in a while. Yeah. Mm. That sounds nice. A, a beer and some sourdough. Yes. Yeah. Right. Nice. I mean, carb bomb, but what? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's fall. It's carb. Yeah. Something. I want. Yeah. All right. Let so people know where they can find you on social media and where they can find you online. Sure. So I am at Baker Betty with an IE on all the places on TikTok, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, my website is bakerbetty.com. That's where you can find all of my recipes and tutorials. And then bettyschicago.com is where you can find all of our upcoming events and schedules. We also have a separate social media for Betty Chicago where you can stay up to date with all of the things that are coming up in our weekly class schedule and everything like that. And then my book is The Better Baking Book. And you can find it wherever books are sold. Awesome. Baker Betty, thank you thank for you. joining us. And happy thank you so much for having spooky me. season. And congratulations on mm -hmm. launching Betty Chicago. Um, we will be visiting and we will be jumping off of this right now and getting tickets for Hocus Pocus. Yes. So we'll see you there. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening to Sip With Me with Ioana and Aaron. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website, sipwithme.org. There you can find our themed cocktail book as well as other exciting Sip With Me content. And if you love our podcast, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on social at sipwithme underscore.